0: WWE's executive and sometimes wrestler Shane McMahon proves that he may actually be indestructible. Meanwhile, Senator John McCain has a fight on his hands, and we know how he does in a fight. He doesn't back down. And Usher has herpes. Yes, we'll talk about those people and some other great stories that we had yesterday. Some not so great, such as Usher having herpes. The things we chatted about in conversations all day yesterday, this is the Conversations Daily Recap Podcast for July the 20th 2017 and welcome to the podcast my name is Jay Coven Payne I am your host for this podcast the daily recap podcast from this and the moderator at the website and our social media sites that we originate all our data from now why do we gather this data? Well, I'm sort of a data head, and this was a project that's just dated in a couple different ways over the time. But it's turned into a great way to talk to you about the great conversations that you want to have. We can skirt around some of the breaking news uh, conundrums that the networks have because they're trying to keep listeners on. And we, throughout the day, dribble out different stories on different topics, and you let us know which ones are more important and which ones aren't. The ones you really react to, we obviously, obviously will get to. The ones that you don't react to. Once it's really important, we'll back away from that and do more like the ones that you really react to. It's very simple to be a part of the contest. You can just go to your social media feeds, Twitter, we're TH underscore Conversation. And for Facebook, we are This is the Conversation. Follow us, like the, the responses, retweet, resend, do what you need to to let us know that you are engaging with the actual stories. And, of course, you can do the same thing at our main website, com. Let's get into the stories from yesterday. We're starting off in Saudi Arabia, where police detained this woman that's in a miniskirt video wandering through the streets of Saudi Arabia. And this is something that has fascinated people for about a week as social media popped up with this picture or this pictures and a video of a lady walking around in a crop top and a miniskirt in the middle of the streets of Saudi Arabia. Now, she says the pictures and the videos were taking uh, and created on a social media site, unbeknownst her knowledge, because it was, wasn't essentially what she was doing. She wasn't putting this out. But somebody set it up for the world to see. Because Saudi Arabia is the birthplace of Wasabiism, that's that's the kingdom's ultra-conservative school of Islamic thought, uh, where women must be covered uh, at all times and, of course, are, have less rights than the men, this is seen as a problem with a public display of such as this. There's also a special branch of police in Saudi Arabia and in many Arab countries called the religious police, who, of course, they go out there and they enforce the religious laws. So, if the laws is a woman should be covered up at all times, even though she wasn't in public in this video, it's obviously still a violation of the regular law. Uh, the woman uh, says that um, she was just walking. Down the street uh, without, no, anyone's, without her knowledge, someone took the videos and made the account in tribute to her annual circle back to her. Uh, this is, of course, going to be a very, very, very big thing uh, coming down the line for the people in Saudi Arabia and people who are looking at women's rights around the world. Definitely keep an eye on this story. Also, dealing with women's rights, essentially uh, gender equity in pay, the BBC had an issue where. Uh, All the salaries of all their high-paying stars were published in The Guardian the other day. And what happened is they found out that the women weren't making anywhere near what the men were in comparative salaries. In fact, that went to a mass of explanations by the people making lots and lots of money on the fact that they make lots and lots of money, which I never have a problem with. If you get paid what you get paid, it's great, but it does have an issue, and there is a perception and a real issue on gender equality, the fact that women are making so much less in comparison to men for more or less similar jobs, similar roles similar their positions. It's also something that means something to me as an African-American man because the same thing happens for race in various things if you are a star in a certain area it could be movies which is obvious it could be something like sales it can be just working in general tech industry just based on your stature in the way it goes where you are the top earners top performers are making top dollar but if you break it down by demographic you'll see the disparities between the top of a certain gender race whatever and other genders and race and when they're doing sometimes comparative work and sometimes you flip it over and the people making less money are doing more work and actually being more productive but because of perception because of good old boy network because of whatever it usually turns out the white guys are making more money that's just how it works so the BBC dealing with that as their top performers on TV are white guys making big money and the others not so much Shane McMahon of the WWE is proving that he might just be one gosh darn indestructible man. Yesterday, we, we had a great story where a helicopter uh, crashed into the water, and he was rescued. One of two people was rescued from that helicopter crash in the water uh, late, middle, middle afternoon, late afternoon yesterday. Uh, just proving that, once again, this is a guy whose character as his character is just a normal regular everyday guy but he will do all these weird death defying stunts to prove that he can stick up uh, for himself with the big guys that he, that he wrestles with and that work for him um, he's been known to jump off of large cages off of giant TVs jump into big uh, crash into tables all sorts of major things and it's usually accompanied by the soundtrack of Jim Ross saying oh my god and things like that, that Jim Ross says in and slobber knocker and other things, Shane McMahon surviving this helicopter crash along with another person, but this the irony is this that he's known for going through these incredible bumps, as they're called, in the wrestling business, going through these large, uh, massive hits and taking, uh, jump, jumping off of large things and falling onto the ground and surviving them. Obviously, they're staged, and obviously he's not going to die in the ring. But something like this, going through something as, as massive as this, is a big deal. Very quickly, a stat you may want to hear or maybe you don't want to hear, and the number is 9.1 billion. That's the amount of tons of plastic that's been manufactured by the world since 1950, since the whole plastics industry. If you don't think plastics are a big deal, 9.1 billion of anything is a big thing, and these are not pounds but actual tons of of plastic. Now we, in these days, have found ways to recycle a lot of that, reuse some of it, and restructure, reformat some of our plastics for repeat uses, uh, so it's not just wasted and like we sit, worry about sitting in landfills, essentially becoming land that when it's not really land is plastic. So that's one number that may scare you a bit, uh, or maybe it doesn't. It's just a number to just keep in your mind: 9.1 billion tons of plastic created since 1950. So let's do the Usher thing. And we had a choice when we sent these out last night of the scandalous stories that were trending at the time. People were were fussing about A, R. Kelly, which happened a couple days ago. B, Kevin Hart, who may be cheating on his pregnant wife, who, of course, he cheated with for his former wife. That's the whole thing we didn't get into. We don't have real proof. We just have some pictures of some canoodling maybe. But we do have court case from Usher who paid out a woman $1.1 million a few years ago to settle a case after he infected her with herpes. And now how do we know he has herpes? Well, we've known from the court documents he's had herpes since around 2010. And we knew back in 2003 or so he had sex with this woman and did not have protection, and she acquired herpes. So being that he had the disease and he had sex with a woman, and she acquired it, and he didn't tell her beforehand, so she could not not non-consent or just say no. That's where the case is. That's him knowingly infecting someone or risking someone for infection of a communicable disease. That's a big deal in California where the case went down. That's why he had to pay a lady a couple years ago a million dollars, and now we all know that Usher has herpes, of all things. Okay, this is the one that really blew my mind late yesterday. Uh, I'm not a fan of Game, of Game of Thrones. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Other than a few clips here or there and some parody stuff, I have no idea what's going on in Game of Thrones. But I get that it's a very popular show, a uh, very detailed world-building in the situations that uh, go through there, and a lot of intrigue into what's going on. And the writers are very good at making a great, a great world, world-building and storytelling in this story. Well, Game of Thrones is going to end very soon. A run of Game of Thrones is coming up in about either this season or next season. I know it's coming up very soon. Like I said, I don't follow the show, but I know that it's ending. A lot of it being the fact that the author that the story was based on, uh, it's sort of behind in the works that are sort of running out of things to work with. But the next series they've already got contracted for HBO is a show called Confederate. And it's a show... Based on the, the alt-history, actual alternative history, in a situation where the South actually won the war, won the Civil War, and were able to secede from the Union. They didn't take over completely, but they were able to break apart, and now, uh, 100 years later, there's a third Civil War, essentially, about to come come to peace, come to the come to world, and uh, slavery is still alive and well. Slavery works in a modern-day era. So it's not like an apartheid thing, apparently, but it's real, actual owning of people and slaves that works out in the year 2017 somehow. Now, most of the chatter back and forth was in the fact that this was a horrible idea, number one. Number two, the fact that slavery as an economic model uh, just does not work and does not work now uh, if you're going to be a world stage power because the other nations wouldn't go for it. That was the other big thing. And the third thing was the fact that the real issue in the Civil War, while the Confederates were fighting for the right to secede from the Union, what they were hoping for was to be seen as a separate entity from other nations. Essentially, uh, Britain and France and those nations would basically say, we recognize the Confederate States as its own country. That would force the United States to back away from its battles. They didn't do that. And the South did not have the manpower, or the infrastructure, or this the the sheer will to hold on to an actual long term war to fight over slaves, especially when the bulk of the population were not allowed to fight because they were slaves. You couldn't you couldn't rally the slaves to join the troopers because the troopers wouldn't work with them because they were seen as inferior people. So there's a whole lot of craziness done with that. However. This show apparently is going to go on. Uh, We don't know any real details other than the fact the basic stuff on the the basic rundown of the world building. And a lot of this is based on alternate history shows that have been working. Now, the big comparison they turned this to was The Handmaiden's Tale, which has a lot of weird racial and uh, things in there as well. Although that's downplayed in the series that's produced right now. On Hulu, I think it is. Um, so I haven't seen that series yet, but I am a fan of *The Man in the High Castle* and read the original story and see how that goes and the alternate history in that book and how they did the world building there, where the Nazis actually won the war, or I should say the Allied, the Axis powers won the war with a big step on the Nazis getting a jump on the nuclear bomb although now the Nazis are kind of crushing, trying to crush another war or start another war and crush out the Japanese in a sense as well and essentially take over the entire world in this world building. In fact, this is a world built in the 60s, essentially when the time frame of the the story is for Man in High Castle. So it's not a real big jump uh, to the full future. And there's a lot of issues about the Nazi government that, in theory, should not have worked past the war machine that is working the way it does for the show. And a lot of that is based on, of course, the writing. However, people are are putting comparing them as apples to apples, and a lot of folks are saying, no, the slavery thing and the economics of the Civil War would not have worked out as well as the Axis powers uh, taking over and getting a jump on everything else. So we'll see. Confederate is going to be a bit of a head-scratcher on my end. It's going to be something I'll probably watch so I have an idea what's going on. I'm not exactly thrilled about the idea about the show myself. A Baltimore police camera from a cop shows him manipulating evidence, planting evidence on a person uh, for an arrest. This is a very weird story. But, yes, sometimes the cops do plant evidence in real life. And the video coming to on the Baltimore police officer's body camera from January shows him manipulating the evidence. And that, of course, ruled in the uh, case that they were investigating being dropped. About 90 seconds of the clip was there where you see three officers in an alley and you see a spot where they're standing up Picking up a cans and pulling drugs and putting drugs into it. So it appears that when they go looking for it and a little bit later, they find it in this, this can that's in this spot that they make it look like somebody had hidden it when it was them all along. Ta-da! So uh, this case in Baltimore dropped and lots of people ha- unhappy about that. And it's becoming something that is proving the case that cops do plant evidence. Well, this is one cop, one example. That's just how it rolls. And finally, a late story from yesterday on Senator John McCain. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the uh, blood clot that he had removed um, about a week ago at this point and the procedure that it took to do that. It's been explained. I've heard it uh, explained by Dr. Sanjay Gupta on CNN. Essentially, it was an operation where they took out um, the bone that's right behind your eye, his eyelid to open up to expose to the, the brain, which it gave exposure to the brain. It was originally explained as the blood clot was behind his eye. They pulled the the bone out. They pulled out the clot and moved on along. What we find out now is that they actually removed an aggressive tumor uh, that was in that area. So I guess it was lucky that it was in an area that was easily accessible. And everyone has been talking about, of course, Uh, the senator's uh, long-term battle with myeloma, so he has a cancer survival as it is. Uh, This is just another cancer that he's taken on and apparently they got a good chunk of it and he is resting and kind of recovering well. Uh, And the words coming from the world in support is a man who has never given up a battle, he's never admitted defeat and of course has never never, never surrendered to an enemy spending many, many years and of course uh, losing some of his functions of his body, literally uh, uh, from being in captivity. He doesn't have full functions of his hands and has trouble walking sometimes because of the brutal treatment he had in captivity during the war. John McCain taking on this battle, and everyone is backing him up, uh, including his wife, his daughter, and his um, former adversary in politics, uh, Barack Obama, uh, saying that John McCain is a basically a tough son of a gun, and uh, he's going to battle this thing. He's going to prove cancer uh He's going to kick cancer in the butt. We're going to see how that goes. This is something it's very dear and hard to me because, A, fan of Senator McCain. B, I have family members. I have a, My wife is right now going through her battle with cancer. and is amazing watching her be brave and be strong at times when it's really hard to. So I understand the fight, the battle from the family perspective It's just how hard it is to get through these things. So my thoughts, my prayers, and a big salute goes to Senator John McCain from me directly and hopefully you follow those similar seminates we wrap things up today on that note a bit somber but that's the way it goes and we got a little long today so we uh, the brevity thing didn't quite work out for this thursday but we will try to tighten it up for tomorrow remember tomorrow is friday the 21st of july You will get a daily recap for the things happening on today. You'll also begin the tapings for the Saturday show, which is the weekly wrap-up podcast. We'll go through the top ten stories of the week so far, or the week period at that point. Plus, we'll have an interview segment if things work out well. We'll play the brackets one more time, and then we'll talk about a few other stories that are pretty important or that I just think are pretty cool, and I get to choose on that show as well. And I believe this week we'll actually launch our our Sunday commentary because last week I was ready to defend Donald Trump on some issues because you know somebody's got to give him a break in some case. So, because he, we've, we're stuck with him for another three and a half years, right? Well, some actions during this week have flipped the tables, and now I'm back to my original stance on how this guy actually can get, get the job and what did these people see in the first place because obviously they didn't see what what I'm seeing right now. We'll talk about that, we believe, on Sunday. We'll see if we can make the schedules work out for that as well. In the meantime, make sure you are a part of all our conversations. If you have not contributed to who is what and where is when and why we're talking about the stories you talk about, you can simply follow us on social media and just interact with the stories as they come up. Like them, share them, retweet them, do whatever you need to just show that you like it, that show that you're interested in it, and it comes to the top of the list. On Twitter... Follows at th underscore conversation on Facebook. Look for this is the conversation and the main website, of course, thisisconversation dot com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of everything we have going on here. Follow the podcast. Make sure you rate and review it wherever you get your podcast from. We enjoy that wherever you're from. We're pretty big on on I, on iHeart Radio, oddly enough, for this podcast, but wherever you like them. We're probably there. Check out the website. It'll tell you exactly where to sign up. And of course, find out more about my other projects and other podcasts at jcpain.net. Thank you for just being who you are. Great people, interested in the news, interested in events, interested in what's going on out there, and sometimes agreeing and sometimes disagreeing. That's how things work out in the world. Join us for another edition of This Year Podcast. Coming up tomorrow, another edition of The Daily Weekend Podcast from this year's